When is a Toastmaster speech project not a speech project? When the speech project asks more of you than you expect. Are you interested in public speaking or leadership skills? Then Toastmasters is for you. Welcome to Toastmasters 101, a podcast about Pathways, the education program of Toastmasters International. I'm your host, Kim Cradgey. There are three speech projects in level three that are not simple, and they're going to take you more time than you expect to complete. This is one of the more frustrating things about pathways and your inability to look ahead. You can't really plan very effectively for future speech projects because you don't know until you open them. For example, that focus on the positive takes two weeks of prep before you can give your speech. We have talked about active listening and connect with your audience in our previous podcast 16. That's Toastmasters101.net slash 16. You can hear more about those projects there, but I'm going to talk about them here too. Let's start with the active listening speech. Actually, this isn't a speech project at all, but it teaches important skills that we need to know philosophically, theoretically. Communication theory teaches us that there are three parts to communication. There's the speaker, there's the message, and there's the audience. We sometimes forget that the audience is a part of communication, but that's why we're here, is to be able to reach the audience. It's not just about me and my message, it's about all of it together. And that's why active listening is a key skill and it will affect your style as a speaker. Your task is to be the table topics master, or as I call it, the table topics leader. And you are expected to comment appropriately after every table topic speaker. Is that so hard? Sometimes it is. Sometimes you just want to get on to the next person, especially if you have a very limited amount of time in a club meeting, like a lunch meeting or before work meeting. This project is designed to make you pay attention to the speaker and pay attention to the audience as you comment and transition to the next speaker. Part of me thinks that they're making this a little harder than it needs to be, but I could be wrong. I like the idea behind this, but is it effective? When you put it all together, this project expects you to prepare good table topics prompts, to give a minute or less explanation of table topics for the guests and lay out the general topic for the round. You have to listen to the speakers, you have to comment on their presentation, and you have to transition to the next speaker. That's a lot of work. But listening to your speaker and your audience is a part of building your speech skills that everyone needs if you're going to be a meeting leader. And you need to do it with a sense of style. When you're done, don't forget to update your role records in Pathways. I've got the instructions in our podcast, Toastmasters101.net slash 10. That's the number one zero. The next speech project is called Focus on the Positive, because you're going to have to focus on the positive when you open this project and expect to give a required speech quickly, because this project does not get done quickly. It takes two weeks of work before you can even get on the stage to give it. Because you're asked to track your emotions, positive and negative, for two weeks before you write your speech, I've heard a few Toastmasters say they were shocked when they opened this. This isn't your average speech project. So let's focus on the positive here. 
developing the ability to be a speaker and to convey a message in a positive way is not an option. If you're in business and have to give a technical brief with bad news, or if you're handling a public relations event with a crisis, being able to focus on the positive isn't optional. It's key. However, this project focuses a lot more on your feelings rather than the audience's feelings or reactions. I'm kind of curious about this. Did the project designers decide that if you know more about your own feelings, you'll have a better understanding of how to present material to others? Could be. I don't know. Connect with your audience speech project has been covered in a previous episode, but this speech project gives you an opportunity to really have a lot of fun. In the previous podcast, I recommended that you go outside your club because it's too easy to adjust to an audience that you know well. I would suggest you find another location or visit another club to give the speech. Now, this speech will require a lot of vocal variety and some descriptive language, as well as attention to the audience's responses. You know that in your club, Amanda's going to react one way and Todd's going to react another So you have to step up your game to be able to elicit different responses in your message if you do it in your own club. If you're going to do the speech in your own club, then seriously, go wild. Go outside your box. Present a speech on the other side that you will never agree to. In debate, the winners are always the debaters who understand the strengths of the arguments on the other side. So in this speech project, Go understand the other side. Go research the other side of position you hold very strongly. Can you imagine how much fun it will be to stun the club members and get a whole new set of reactions from you? Then you get to respond and adjust accordingly. I'll give you an example. I once gave a speech about aliens in my neighborhood and how they were dirty and messy. They were bringing bugs in. They just annoyed the crap out of me. They were eating out of my garden. I really had the audience thinking that I was speaking on a very political topic. At the end of the speech, I said, you do know I'm talking about the deer that are getting in my yard, right? Which turned everything around. But during the course of that speech, while I was giving it, I could see people's faces. They were getting tense. They were getting angry. What was I talking about? It was a lot of fun. And I got to adjust accordingly, and they got a good laugh. Now, personally, I think that the connect with your audience speech really ought to go to a higher level. I don't think it's a level three project at all. I think this is a very good choice for advanced Toastmasters who are in their second pathway or moving over from the classic program. This is a tough project for a new member to attempt right at the beginning, but don't let me discourage you. Active listening is a part of many pathways. It's not optional in level two. Whether you do it in level two or in level three, it's actually designed to get you to think on your feet, to apply the skills that we need to have in meeting management. Professional speeches require a specific mindset, and to focus on the positive is to start with that. In the end, Audience management is an advanced skill. And frankly, when I did this speech, I told the audience they could do whatever they wanted. And they did. I bombed this speech project, but it is one I will never, ever forget. 
Next week, we'll talk more about some level three speeches and how to visualize your speech presentations. Thanks for listening to Toastmasters 101 podcast. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe using your favorite podcast player or by going to our website at toastmasters101.net slash subscribe, and you can subscribe there. Please tell other people about the podcast, other Toastmasters, people who you would like to recruit to come. This program is designed to help people understand the program and to know what Toastmasters pathways can give to them. If you've got a specific question about something we've covered, so let us know and we'll try to answer it for you. Our podcast music, as always, is from Incompetech.com. Toastmasters 101 is a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10.